Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. And this uh, Media Teleconference live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more completely free on any streaming device. Download the app today, as Josh Matthews did. Pluto TV is free TV. And with that introduction, let's welcome Josh Matthews a little news update. Okay, first of all, Ross, I've had Pluto TV for months. Possibly, Possibly uh, uh, years. years. So, so well, it's probably just because I, I, I told you I told to download, you download it. Ah, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a great, it's great day. day. Uh, as we get ready, ready for, for uh, impact, impact wrestling tonight, tonight just, just hours, hours away from an all-new all impact, impact. We've got, we've got uh, two, uh, shows two shows left. left. In Toronto, in Toronto before we head to Mexico. Mexico. Uh, uh, I'm excited, excited to, get to get down to Mexico, Mexico City. It's been a couple of years since I've been there, so uh, it'll, it'll be great, great to be down there. there. And uh, I had a great I conversation, had a conversation with, with uh, our Mexican, Mexican telling partners, partners earlier today, and everyone was very excited uh, about uh, Impact coming to Mexico for the first time. But tonight, uh, you've got uh, Eli Drake's Open, open Challenge. challenge. Uh, that, that continues. Eli, Eli had such a fun time with the Open Challenge at Redefined that he's going to keep that going. going. Tonight on Impact, Joe Hendry and Grado will face the Desi Hit Squad uh, in a tag team matchup. And we're going to find out who calls Conan King. Where did those two guys go last week and what does that mean? Uh, going forward, uh, Moose is also going to reveal why he did what he did to Eddie Edwards, why he turned out his best friend. So we're here for Moose tonight. Also, six-man tag team action. This is an all-Ohio affair as OBE team with Sammy Callahan to take on us. Uh, excuse me, Ace Austin, Zach Blackburn, Trey Miguel. Uh, this match, you may not know much about uh, Austin, Wentz, or Miguel yet, but they will uh, look to become household names, and that journey starts tonight. Rich Swan versus Petey Williams, a rematch from the Redefined, where Rich Swan got the better of Petey. Uh, we'll see if Rich can go 2 0 against the X Division Pioneer. And then, of course, Sue Young will invoke her rematch clause and she'll challenge Tessa Blanchard for the Knockouts Championship. That's impact tonight and everything that we have to look forward to. And then, and of then course, course, this weekend, weekend uh, uh, MediaCon in the United, United Kingdom. Kingdom. It all goes, it all down, goes down, down at noon Eastern, uh, live on Twitch. I just spoke to Sanjay Dutt a little while ago. He's on his first of two airplane rides of the day. Sanjay is making his way over to the United Kingdom, and he'll be there at the MediaCon along with Scott Moore and your favorite Impact stars as they get ready for action in the United Kingdom. A match that I'm looking forward to. On Sunday, Sunday is Sammy Callahan and Jimmy Havoc going one on one first time ever in uh, uh, a barbed wire death baseball bat match, match that'll be uh, crazy and insane and, and live up to the height um, of everything of that, that uh, uh, we've been talking about. For that, for that show coming, coming up, up uh, MediaCon on Sunday, Sunday uh, uh, looking, looking ahead, ahead uh, of course, course I mentioned Mexico, the 13th, 13th and 14th, also the 14th, one night only, Night of the Dummies, will premiere on the Wrestling Network, we were up in Binghamton for that show, it was a great night, great show, hosted by Eli Drake, one night only, all the Dummies, and then just looking forward, then we have, of course, Bound for Glory in October, there's a lot of things happening in between now and then, but that's our next big uh, mark on our calendar. Bound for Glory, Sunday, October 14th. 
uh, from New York City. Uh, we're going to be part of the Legends of the Ring convention on the, the 13th. There's some other things happening on the 13th. We may run back Mario Kart uh, for our VIP. Uh, purchasers, uh, but uh, that's, that's sort of everything sort of happening, happening on our calendar. calendar. Uh, of uh, course, we're at com for all the details on everything happening. And with that said, that's sort of your update from everything on our end. Ross, I'll take some questions now before we get to the guest of the week, Killer Cross. All right. Anybody with a question for Josh Matthews, star six, please limit it to one question, one question alone. Identify yourself and your media Q&A session, session has started. To ask to your ask question, question, please press, press star, star six. six. This is this Ian Carey with SE Scoop. Uh, Josh, on a recent episode of the Killing the Town podcast, uh, Don Callis had some kind words to say for you. Uh, just wondering what has uh, your experience been like at the commentary booth with Don Callis? Oh, hold on, hold on, Josh. Get open the line up here. Go ahead, Josh. I've had a lot of fun. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I've had a lot of fun working with Don and, and getting to know Don. We have very similar personalities. <laughs> uh, we text a lot, and uh, he called me after all in. Uh, we talked about that show. We talked about some impact stuff. But um, I think Don has, has – uh, he, he's great at being a color commentator. He has a different perspective, um, a perspective that, that, that I wouldn't bring, that, that he brings. So it's kind of that yin and yang togetherness, um, you, you know, I think it's very almost traditional um, where we go with our calls, but not like uh, over the top traditional. I think it, it has uh, nice, great tones to it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm happy that he has nice things to say. I'll have to go and go and listen to, to his podcast. Don is a very busy man, and, and I appreciate uh, the kind words that he had to say. Great. Thanks. Hi Josh, hey, it's Lee Mayer from Live Radio over here in the UK. Very excited about this weekend and then power return to the UK for the first time in almost three years. We know the event is going to be streamed on Twitch, but what can we expect presentation-wise from Impact versus the UK? Can you be more specific? What do you mean? Presentation-wise, should we expect a commentary team? Should we expect anything spectacular in that respect? Well, I think the whole show will be spectacular. Um, I think it's going to be a great show, and we've been preparing for this for for quite some time, and, and we have, uh, you know, a new merch partner, and there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, I sent them something the other day, and they said, Josh, enough, we have enough stuff to sell, and you always like hearing that, 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 that they have too much um, of something, which is really cool. So, you know, new 8x10s that are very much uh, MediaCon branded, UK branded, Manchester branded, um, posters, things like that. So I think the presentation, uh, I'm hoping that everyone is, is left very uh, filled satisfied with what they see uh, from Impact and MediaCon. Uh, I know I'll be waking up Sunday uh, and watching uh, from my phone. Um, obviously, I'll also be watching um, NFL football. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't going to be watching that, but I'll be watching uh, MediaCon from my phone. And if they are watching on Twitch, as many people are able to get there, do you know if there will be any plans for any, any commentary? Should we say anything? 
I don't know if the team's fully set. I know Sanjay's going and Scott DeMar are both going. I don't know what the situation is, so I don't want to say that it's going to be those two and then somebody else calls it. And then I think Simon will kill me, but I think it was the UK Sun that put out a story about how to stream, and I know that that link lives at impactwrestling.com. If you go to the schedule of what we have planned Saturday and Sunday, it's like a signing. Um, or just go to the UK Sun, and I think that all the information that you'll need for streaming um, and how you can watch it uh, for free, every second of it for free, is available in the article. Cheers, Josh. Lance Larson with Last Word on Force.com. Uh, with the success, uh, with the success, success of All In, what steps would impact need to take to be able to put on a show of that magnitude? It's a loaded question. Um, those guys are all uh, amazing with, and what they did in Chicago this past weekend. I mean, my wife was part of the show, and I talked to Cody Rhodes a lot, and, and I'm just proud and, and, and happy to know those guys and, and what they did. Um, you know, you know, we're, we're making, making strides and steps and, and, and going, going back, back to the UK for the first time in, in three or four years, whatever it's been, um, it um, is a big step in the right direction. Um, getting the show out of Orlando and, and doing what we did in Toronto, going to Mexico um, in six days, that's a step in the right direction. It's, it's earning back the fans' trust. Um, and, and I think we're doing a great job of that. I think that, you know, you look at Slammiversary and it was critically acclaimed and it was a great show and everyone loved it and, and, and friends of mine that haven't watched in quite some time said, I want to be on, on the New York exodus and I want to be at BFG. How do I get to come to BFG? How do I be there? Um, how do I get to be a part of that? So I think we're doing it. Um, it it's just one of those things where, um, and again, those guys have a, have a, have a brilliant brain um, of what they've done. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's earning it's back, back the trust of the fans, fans and, and letting, letting people, people know that, that you know, your hard-earned money, money is going to be spent wisely when you when come you to something like Bound for Glory. Our VIP packages have been, people love them. I mean, uh, everyone that comes to them feels like they get their money's worth for them. And we understand that they're spending a lot of money on these VIP packages and we want to give you everything that you can and have you leave an impact show feeling like you got your guys' money's worth. Can I tell you more? Yes. Hey, this is Rizu from Kochkira. So basically there's a lot of hype around Jericho coming to impact. My question is, what do you think about him dressing up as the former Impact Wrestling World Champion, Pentagon Junior? I mean, everybody's talking about it right now. Yeah, one, I appreciate you asking about not coming to India this week, because we have Every week. Every week. Um, so um, thanks so for a new question. question. Uh, I, I thought it was cool. cool. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, you're right. Everyone's talking, talking about, about it. it. Uh, it was unexpected. Um, no one knew he was going to be there. And, 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 and Jericho shows, shows up. And then you have our fans in impact chanting, you want Jericho. So, you know, I said on the call last week, I'm not going to speculate one way or another if he shows up or if he doesn't. I'll just hopefully be there to call it in the moment that we all see it for the first time. Hopefully provide the right soundtrack for the event when that but you but can you still can get still your get cabin, cabin for the Chris Jericho cruise. Uh, it's set uh, sail uh, late October through Halloween, and you can go to uh, ChrisJerichoCruise.com for all the details. Impact versus Ring of Honor. All righty, Josh. I appreciate your time very much. We will. Thanks, Ross. I guess I'm sure you'll call me later today. I send you a voicemail because I don't want to talk to you. What I was expecting.
Always a pleasure for you to talk to me. We will move on. And uh, with that, let's welcome... Arguably the most intimidating member of the Impact Wrestling roster, uh, Killer Cross, who certainly has uh, made quite a name for himself and a mark here in uh, Impact. Welcome, Killer Cross. Good afternoon. Killer Cross, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? Great. All right. Well, well um, uh, welcome, welcome to your back. Uh, you certainly are leaving your mark. Uh, a lot of battered bodies, bruised bodies, broken egos everywhere you go. That's correct. All righty. Um, aligning with uh, the world champion, Austin Aries. Now you got a loose in your corner as well. Talk about a uh, terrible trio. This is a, uh, a major faction forming here. Well, I well, told, I told everyone, everyone things are going to change, change right? right? And now they, now are. they are. Not a very good plan in this business to sell people things that don't happen. happen. And you're seeing, you're seeing it. it. Things are changing and happening right in front of your eyes. All righty, well, right, well, let's, well let's, uh, uh, we got a lot of media waiting to ask questions for you, but I do want to ask you, what are your goals here in fact? My goals of impact are very simple. I want to hurt as many people as soon as possible in an exciting fashion. I'd like to become a household name in this business. I'd like to bring change to impact wrestling. And as of right now, we are on course to do that. In terms of 
who inspired me or idols, I would have to say probably every single person on that program because there was a level of sincerity that was executed. Match to match and all the narratives on that program was very special. And I don't think it's ever really quite been repeated. I don't think anyone ever will. But I would have to say a few people on the top of my head to entertain did inspire me to say Number one, Number one would definitely have to be Brian Pillman, and I've always said that. that. There are things that Brian Pillman did in this business, business and outside, outside the business, business that people still question this day, day whether we will or not. And, uh, and uh, I would have to say Bam Bam Bigelow, Taz, and of course Tommy. Good old Tommy. I miss him very much. Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, question. Hello, uh, this is Reju from My question is, uh, if you had to pick an opponent for Born to Glory, who would it be? Uh, well, because you haven't identified who you are right now, I'm talking to you. I don't appreciate your voice just coming on the phone like this. It's just just parading you with questions. Are you a detective? I am not. <laughs> I I really, uh, uh, to be perfectly uh, honest with you, I want to compete against people that the fans want to see me compete against. I think that's probably what's best for business, giving people what they want. In the regard of hyper-violence, on probability, I think we can all agree, if I can toot my own mind for a moment, that... Waiting for no one on that uh, spectrum, so to speak. I would say for Bath and Glory, whoever the people want to see get publicly executed, I'm the man for the job. job. So whether so it's someone on the roster or someone, someone who is not on the roster, roster, I would entertain all of that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Crossroad, crossroad, go to a question from Troy Bander. Mentions, mentions that uh, Don Cal mentioned your background as a bare knuckle fighter. fighter. Could you, Could you talk, talk to us about that period in your life? life. Certainly. I grew, I grew up, up in combat, combat sports, sports for an extended period of time, probably since I was a small child. child. Yeah, yeah. I vividly remember going to sleep in my own bed and then waking up maybe 5 a.m., 6 a.m. in a dank, dank gymnasium uh, somewhere, somewhere in New York. In New York. Uh, there was collegiate wrestling, there was boxing going on. I would, I would wake, I'd wake up, up to drills, I'd wake up to sparring, I'd wake up and, and hear things going on around me. Uh, someone in my family, multiple people actually, who were training fighters and training wrestlers. So I've, I've grown up around combat sports since the very beginning. And you can drill stuff, and you can spar, you can compete and control the environments, but until, but until you, you actually, actually apply it in a situation or scenario as close as possible as life like that, you don't really know what that stuff works. works. And that's, and the, that's truth. the truth. You could be you a black black or anything, anything, but if you've never, never been, been tested, tested for real, for real. In a situation or scenario, you don't have support. So I just got to tell my life where you really need to know whether these things that I was practicing could be applied. And uh, right around that time, just as it went to certain people in a gym, gym that I was training, training in, had asked me if this would be something I'd be interested in doing. doing. 
and I really didn't have a very strong comprehension of what I was doing myself to, to be honest, at the time. So I just, without any absolute sort yes, and I was competing on a variety of major reserves, Canada and the United States. Hey, what's up, players? Teddy Long. Hey, for all your pro wrestling news, all you've got to do is go to Gurig.net. That's right. For all your pro wrestling news, go to Gurig.net. And they have been number one since 1997. Now, that's a long time, players. That means it's a lot of credibility. Holla. Hi, this is Ian, Ian Carey from SE Scoops, and, and uh, uh, I assure you I'm, you I'm not, not a detective. detective. Um, um, you recently aligned with Austin, Austin Aries, Aries and Moose. I'm wondering what are some of your favorite, favorite wrestling, wrestling stables, stables in, in history, history, and if there are any you feel are similar to your current, current trio. trio. Okay, you did say that you weren't a detective, but do you operate in any sort of law enforcement sort of way? I, I, I assure you, I do not work in law enforcement at all. Excellent. I understand. Uh, wrestling, wrestling I, I, I really, really enjoyed, really enjoyed, really enjoyed the four horsemen. I think as the other one, I enjoyed all of the different uh, groups of people that were, that were there. there. Wasn't, wasn't necessarily, necessarily a specific four. I thought Sid, Sid and Tillman were, were awesome. I even I enjoyed the whole thing. A lot of people uh, may feel otherwise about that. Just, just the very concept of what they constructed during their time period. Uh, there was a group, the name of it is escaping me at the moment, you all know what I'm talking about, it was Paul Hain, Rick Rude, Steve Austin, what was the name of that group, remind me, the Dangerous Alliance, thank you, yeah, I thought that was absolutely awesome, the Flock, with Ray Ray, I thought that was outstanding, I was a fan of, probably the same things that other people would have been of. Hey, 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 thanks, thanks very much. Hi, Kelly Cross, my name's Lee Mann. I'm from a live radio in the UK. Over the past few years, you've had, or you've been given rather lots of a pseudonym ring names, including the Tool and the White Rabbit, the People's Execution, amongst others. Which one of them do you feel sums up Killer Cross? I always go back to the Toll Man, and I'll entertain why that is. All of these ring aliases that I've been given, you know, it's exactly what happens given these names. These weren't nicknames or aliases that I personally came up myself. These are given to me from the fans and the audience. And I've always been very avid about paying attention to your audience and the ground traffic. They are the they consumers are coming, they're paying. We're going out there for them. There's, there's not a whole lot of us, if any, who would still be doing this if there wasn't a crowd out there. So I thought if they give you something like that, I think you should love it. You should respect it. And the tall man came about when I was uh, in the ring. I had a mic, and I was addressing an entire locker room. It was actually in Las Vegas. And I had all these people coming out here who wanted to play the role. Well, guess what? Now that I'm in town, people are going to have to start paying the toll. And as soon as I said that, the crowd started paying the toll. And I thought about it, I thought about it, and I wasn't sure if it was or not, but it was something endearing. And it wound up being endearing. It stuck. So I decided to run with it, and here we are four years later, the toll man. Thank you. 
Mitchell. Thank you. Good afternoon, Killer Cross. This is me of your German side, Rest Rest. This is not DE. I have a bit of particular question or specific question. Uh, there was uh, there a tweet, was tweet which stated, stated that uh, during an event, event uh, Impact Wrestling, wrestling somebody, somebody from the audience, from the audience uh, uh, said you looked look like Alex Wright during his time at Berlin. Berlin. Um, could you could tell you me, me, would you would say you look like, like him, him or, or would you even say you look better, better or, or what are your thoughts about Alex Wright? I'm very scared. It takes, it takes a lot, a lot more to realize the round of shaking and know if that, that again was an endearing comment or a derogatory attack. I always really enjoyed Alex Wright's work. work. And anytime and I ever get compared to anyone else in business, I've always thought about it as a very high compliment because people don't realize the amount of people or ratios of people that attempt to break into this business and don't. And as many professional wrestlers as there has been on television or doing this in the world, there's probably been three times the amount of more people that have dropped out, couldn't cut it, injured, or that just never saw never amount of anything. So I have a sense of my own personal gratitude of being a part of this and being able to be in front of people. So yeah, I don't know if they took it the way they wanted me to, but... I don't observe things from the parameters that you, that you stated respectfully for the rather better. Or none of those things are really relevant. relevant. I can tell I you that I really enjoyed really really Alex Wright's work. work and, uh, and, uh, a good uh, buddy of his pistol is from Home Gilberti is actually very close to mine. So I'll have to tell him about that. Thank you for the Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hello, this is Carlos, this is Carlos from, from Indie Pro Wrestling. Wrestling. Hope you're having a great day today. And, um, and um, my question to you would be, would you make a breakout, breakout performance out there, out there in AAA, AAA out there in Mexico? Mexico? What would you what say, would you say is, is the biggest, biggest difference, difference between working, working that style and then, then now on, on TV here in America, America for Impact Wrestling? Wrestling? In a broad way, because I think it's the only way I can really answer it. I would have to say everything is completely different in terms of style. From AAA, you know, Lucha Lucha Ray, to anywhere. I'm very fortunate to have an opportunity to be in front of those people in Mexico and competing in that format. But uh, to answer your question directly, I mean, every single thing is different. Whether I acknowledge the breakout star is really going to be a company. company. Um, I've been undefeated, undefeated in AAA for almost two years, and I've turbined through every single talent that put me in the ring with. Whether they were a legend, they were a coming, anywhere in the card, I've always excelled, and that's the truth. And uh, my success and my ceiling, I guess, in AAA is a, is a very convoluted perspective, and I'll leave it that. Okay, thank you. Cross, cross, we're going to go to a question, question from Gregory, Gregory Power. Power. We'd, We'd like to know, know what's the what's earliest, earliest instance in your life that you remember enjoying, to, enjoying, enjoying when you got to hurt, hurt somebody? somebody. Off the top of my head, I would have to say, say probably uh, Mr. Peter Williams. And 
the reason being was because, because there was a teaching point to everything that had occurred on that episode of Impact to rebuild the building, to find out who it was, and people were swearing their friends out of the way. And it was, uh, it brought me a very special closure to be able to know personally that everyone else knew first person it was me. Sean Ross Staff of Fightful.com. Somebody actually asked you about Alex Wright earlier. You've been teaming with another WCW veteran in Juventud Guerrero in AAA. Uh, sometimes he rubs some people the wrong way, other people he messes with pretty well. Uh, how, how is your own relationship uh, being that you've teamed together a few times? Moving to is a great guy. guy. I've had absolutely no problems or issues whatsoever working with him. He's been an absolute godsend in terms of uh, someone who can provide new tools and new perspectives. I've always tried to integrate as many different styles of professional wrestling as my own style. You know, I, I have to say I really, really, really lucked out having the ability to work with him because the odd of that or just, just astronomical low. Well. You know, I've got a guy, guy who has worked has everywhere in the world, world sitting, sitting in my corner. Uh, I've got nothing but good things to say about him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go across, go across, go to a go question, to a question from James Garcia. He'd like to know, like to know who is your who biggest, biggest inspiration, inspiration, not just not in just wrestling, wrestling, but in life in, life in general. general? I would have to say my grandfather was no longer with us. He was in the armed services, and he was probably the only human being that I had ever met, ever known, that was completely transparent, and he was exactly who he projected himself to be from a moral standpoint, from a principle standpoint, from a work ethic standpoint, from a family man standpoint. I think people grow up in life looking at their parents and their family as something separate from people. And as you develop as an adult, there comes a certain point where your perspective changes and just opens up. And you realize that your family are just the same as everybody else. There is a probability for infections. Oftentimes, people don't see imperfections in their family. That has something to do with the development from being a child to an adult. It's very easy to see imperfections in people in society going up outside the house. Well, coming to grips with my family and people growing up, and not just some special category of my predecessor, it was a very powerful thing to be able to still have the image that I was always the impression of, of who my grandfather was, was and my adult was something special. special. I think he said that's an example for the one of the family. Hi, Lance Larson from LastWordOnProWrestling.com. With so much wrestling content available to the consumer, what specifically would you like to see Impact do to differentiate itself from the other promotions out there? I think at this present time, respectfully, impact is separating itself from other promotions as we speak. In terms of doing new things, uh, more innovative things than they are currently doing, 
I probably believe you wouldn't be the best person to answer that question. However, I will say what I do like that they are doing right now is the way they're spreading out the show between vignettes, between promos, between the action in the ring, and their comfortability with allowing things to just happen as they've been playing out on television is opening up new doors to creativity that will translate from television to the tour. And I think a lot of people watching feel that. There is something, I guess how you could describe it as new, something fresh, fresh feeling on the program, and that has to do with everyone's restaurants on the show. And I think that's, that's a very, very awesome element, a very rare element to have in a lot of long, especially for a third program. In my opinion. Thank you. 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 And I just sit down and I do absolutely nothing. And I find it to be very, very therapeutic. Hey, uh, this is Reju from Sportskina again. My question is, you have a very unique promo style. Who would you say has some of your influences on the microphone? Thank you. Again, it's, it's going to be a bit of a broad answer. It's a broad spectrum of influences. I like I to like be as original as I possibly can, can, just so you don't know, wind up insulting the intelligence of the fan who's watching. watching. I, I, don't I don't think there's anything worse to a fan who's watching from home than um, regurgitated things that they've seen, um, redundancies that think really bothers people on the programming, which makes what we all do great challenge. If you're in this, and you're at this level, enjoy the challenge. Definitely nothing to complain about. But in terms of my personal influences, I probably have to say Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake Roberts, Bobby Heenan, Jerry Roller. If we're talking about my work, those people have to be mentioned. Paul Hammond, to be perfectly honest, there was a level of sincerity uh, that, that all of those people that I just mentioned convey the things that they said. You never question anything that those people said. Everything that they said felt very real, felt very sincere, as I said. And uh, this is what I'm always intending to do when I have something to say. Just be honest and uh, mean what you said and follow through. It's very, very important. So across we're going to question here from Good Guy Eddie. He wants to know what kind of music do you listen to? Do you have a favorite band or artist? I listen to a lot of heavy metal, and I also listen to a lot of new wave retro. A lot of people haven't heard about that. Like 80s synthesizer. I also listen to classical music as well. In the heavy metal category, it's a very wide spectrum. I listen to progressive metal, death metal, black metal. A little bit of mainstream stuff, stuff. Um, type of negative, negative Danzig, Danzig, Cold Orange, Orange Behemoth, Pantera, Pantera uh, uh, the 
Perfect Circle, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson. On the classic side, I generally just put the radio on in the car. Whatever is on, I put enough for me. I just, I like classical music. If I had to name a preferred composer, I'd probably say Bach on Mozart. Uh, Present time, there are very many of those. 
I could see a lot of people joining. I could see a lot of people jumping on the wagon. But that's going to be up to them. And there will be tests eventually. And it's going to be up to them to pass those tests. Now, whether they come before, during, or after, time will tell. Alrighty, Kelly, right, Kelly, your stream was limited this week, so I appreciate it very much. We'll wrap it up with wrap that. I'll give you the floor, you the floor for a final, final thought as we head into Impact Night, and about five, five weeks, weeks, weeks at this point till Bound for Glory in New York City. That's correct. That's for Impact Night. Since my arrival, it's fair to say that things have become very unpredictable, very violent, and you can beg your top dollar. That tonight, the violence will continue, because no matter what happens to told, in the end, everybody pays a toll. All right. Killer Cross, pleasure talking to you, and we will see you down the line. Media, I appreciate you guys calling in. We will be back next week. Next week, we're looking at a Tuesday teleconference, and I will email everybody about that for next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye, Ross. Goodbye. Goodbye. Killer Cross. Killer Cross.